This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Expanding Realities, part two of the ambassador at large, Brandon Williams. Now, we are continuing here where the first episode left off. This was a pickup because the file was too big to upload or something like that. So we said, fuck it, split it into two. But this is like the fully produced version. So I'm just kind of hopping in here to let you know that if you're catching this one is like, oh, this is a new episode and I'm grateful to hear it. I'm grateful to y'all that you're here to do that. But check out part one. Very important that you get the context for this. This is only split for the ability to get this episode out today. Love y'all. Yeah, and it's a good point because then I was, I, I have the question to ask, so we'll just cover it here about uh, people who are always saying, well, there's illegal aliens here, and then those illegal aliens don't pay taxes and don't have to pay for school and don't have to all this stuff, um, the discounts on things. And that's one of the challenges they say with the infrastructure, uh, funding the infrastructure. But now that we know where the money goes, it's very different um, when we contextualize it differently. So then that's the question is, why don't these people, who were here illegally and who feel like they have to dodge everything, how are they eligible to apply for this state national so they can just be do whatever they want? Or is it just because we happen to be born here that we can no. just kind of like we were grandfathered into it? So this is the first time I'm going to answer this question on a show. I've never been asked this before and I have the answer and I'm just going to show you the answer and then I'm just going to let this marinate because it's going to twist your skull. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and read section 23 of 8 USC 1101. The term nationalization means the conferring of nationality of a state upon a person after birth by any means whatsoever. So they're not illegal aliens at all. No, they just they can they literally. That's uh, why they're uh, able to walk around. Naturalization, the definition of naturalization is you walk in to one of the 50 states. You just waltz into California. And you say, I am conferring nationality of a state upon myself. That's all you got to do. Now you're legal. They're not illegal aliens. They're naturalized aliens. So I'm just curious, are they taught to say this? Because no. I've never well, heard this. That's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know what they tell, what they tell these people on the border. Because you think know. the first thing, like the first thing we learn in Spanish is like, donde esta el baño, right? Like, where's the bathroom? Because that's silly and we're down there to drink normally. Most of us, whatever. What I mean to say, though, is that you'd think that this would be a pretty important thing to learn in English. If like they memorized one thing and they just sort of repeated it in a Congo line and as yeah. they made their way up here, they could technically I, I just confer, walk in. I confer the nationality of of the state of California upon myself. And they write that on an affidavit and they sign it and get it notarized in front of a notary and turn it in. I don't see why. As per 8 U.S.C. 1101 subsection 23, that wouldn't be considered naturalization as a non-citizen national of the United States. They're literally becoming nationals. They're one of us. They're not foreign. They're not illegal foreigners. They're literally nationals. 
See, it's interesting because a lot of people say that, oh, well, they're just the government's just letting them be there uh, so they can just ruin this country. And, you know, maybe. But what it sounds like now is more that they have no legal right, because all they have to do is basically show up and then they're good. It's kind of like Cuban citizens. Right. That's an interesting one to where they just say, yeah, yeah, you just make it here and you're good. And that's why you see these like VW bugs with inflatables, like with 20 people stacked on it sitting across the ocean and they can just be here. And as long as they make it to soil they're good, but it's interesting because this sounds like the whole thing. And so therefore the idea that they're battling anything, I mean, in my mind, of course is bullshit. They're battling your inability to see the truth and that you're being perception managed. But other than that, I would say that they're not of course battling any of the things that they say they're going to global warming fucking, um, you know, and we're not even sure that's a thing. But what I mean to say is, is like any of the things, especially this, because then it's interesting to think that really there's no legal recourse that they have. So my question then is, is it just ignorance on the part of the people who come here that don't say that sentence that get sent back or extradited back to their country? Probably. Yeah. And you also got to think, too, is this is what all fucking U.S. citizens should be doing. U.S. Yeah. citizens should be behaving as though they are illegal aliens trying to come into the country, because what they need to be doing is they're 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 not uh, they don't have a nationality of a state. They only have a federal citizenship. What you're doing is you're actually doing something called expatriation. And that has a special definition, which this is a good. Now, there's a bunch of these words. You got to be really fucking careful about this one. <laughs> okay. There's expatriate. And then there's also uh, renunciation. You don't want to say that word. Can I just point okay. out how great your logo is, by the way? Um, Thank you. Was that modeled off your actual ass? That image? No, did you, no. Did you pose for that? <laughs> no. Okay. I'll go and I'll, I'll cover my, uh, that's fair. Now, what I do like to, about this is the, um, NLP implications of this because the neurolinguistic programming is something we're huge into. I'm always talking about that. You're not a triceratops or a deuceratops, right? Because of the literal definition of how it affects the cells in your body. And we talk about Dr. Emoto's work with the study with water and writing love and hate on a jar and seeing the cellular differences in the biology of that water and then extrapolating out to yourself. And then now we're talking about clear definitions here and how you've been usurped from the inside out from this fucking parasite. But this is what's so fascinating about this. Yes, this NLP, is a great word. This NLP is what is what frees us from this, this neurolinguistic delineation with the wordage, with the verbiage like we do audience i'm speaking to you guys now like we do all the time with the words that we're swapping out we're not sorry uh we're not sick we're healing right all of these things as far as like their implication on your physical reality this is some next level shit because this calls it out this i can't unsee the capital stuff and i can't unthink this way now and this is what we call here on the show of course a choice point and just as you said earlier you know it's a choice moving forward what you do with this information but now you have it so it's just fascinating dude Oh yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Definitions are everything. Uh, if you meet someone and they're talking about all this stuff and they aren't bringing up definitions constantly, I mean, you got to think in law, every single time you look up any act or law or public law or joint resolution or anything else, it always, always, I mean, for hundreds of years, it always, always, always starts with a definition section, section a of everything is always, always definitions. All I'm doing with all this shit is just going into the first section of every single of these acts and laws. And I don't even go into the fucking acts or laws that much. All I do is just go into the definition section because it seems to me all the, de look, look at UCC 9-102 definition section, definition here, definition there. These are all just the definition sections 
that define the various terms that are being used in that particular section of statute or code or law. Okay. Beyond important because there's implications in that insinuating that you're participating in something is what they're doing and what we're all participating in at this point. Now with this understanding though, this frees you with the terminology because now you can see it for what it really is. And that's the real dangerous shit here for the lizard turd corporation, which I'm a big fan of. Like you said, uh, it's, it's long overdue and now's the time and it's just, again, with these definitions, man, that that's the way it, it is because it's so literally to the letter. And again, we'll get freaky woo-woo a little bit with your word, the cymatics of your vocals. You know, God created everything with the word, right? Yes. Um, all of the, the, the fact of the matters with these spoken languages. And again, uh, back to Jordan Maxwell, man, um, his terminology with this, with the bank and the banks and the sea and the currency and the riverbanks yeah. and all that, yeah. like that's where I really started digging out to, down to the nitty gritty of these uh, definitions. And so again, uh, the fact that it's so important to you is very important to me. Oh yeah. So for example, when you buy a, a firearm, which is not an arm, U.S. citizens mm -hmm. buy firearms, uh, nationals buy arms. And it, I think Texas is one of the only places that has private arms dealers. Now, yeah. now you got to be careful. You got to be careful. If you're if you're filed as a U.S. citizen and you're buying private arms, you can be arrested. If you're a national and you're buying private arms, they can't touch you. They can't. You can have fucking M60 full full auto belt fed fucking monster machine gun strapped to the back of your truck. And there's nothing they can do about it. They, they, they might think they can do something about it and then arrest you, but you go in and then when you handle it, like they let you go and that kind of thing. If they're not totally corrupt. My point is, is that a national uh, has the right to bear arms and arms is literally anything you can possibly think of. If you go into the USC and you go into the definitions and even looking at the ATF, it's not alcohol, tobacco and arms. It's alcohol, tobacco and fire arms. It's just like everything else. This whole crazy, stupid corporate world is a photocopy and then a slight alteration of the original. They photocopied arms and then they added the word fire to the beginning of it and made the word firearms. Completely different term. Okay. So when you buy firearms, they're going to ask you, have you ever renounced your U.S. citizenship? Now, as far as I can tell, the word renounce means renouncing your citizenship as well as your nationality. Mm. You don't want to do that. That's bad. And you can't fuck this up that bad. I mean, honestly, I don't think I've ever heard of a single person ever fucking this up. You got to be one dumb son of a bitch <laughs> to do. I mean, you literally like you wouldn't even be able to fucking feed yourself if you fuck this up that bad. Okay. So there's a different term called expatriate. Now that comes from 26. Now 26 is title 26. That's the internal revenue code, actually the tax code that actually covers this definition. Okay. Uh, expatriate the terms expatriate means any United States citizen who relinquishes his citizenship. Um, we're just going to skip the second part. So that's, that's, that's that simple. You're retaining your nationality, leaning on your nationality and getting rid of your citizenship. So expatriation is the word you want to use. I have expatriated, gotcha. not renounced. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Now, uh, so so what you're doing in in naturalization is when these illegal aliens come in, they're not they're not expatriating. Well, they are expatriating because they're expatriating from Mexico and becoming uh, uh, they're conferring the nationality of California or Texas upon themselves by any means whatsoever. 
You can give yourself fucking state nationality. You could get it as, tattooed as on per, you before you, you come you here. You could get you know it fucking I mean? tattooed on you. As per, as per, I'm not kidding. As per and then just take your shirt, lift your shirt up look, as you're walking across the border. There you go. The reason why everything in this country is so fucking crazy is because they legit take all this shit like religious texts. This is like clay tablets from fucking Moses handed down by God himself <laughs> on the fucking mountain. So when they see... 8 USC 1101 subsection 23 and, and you go in there and you say I'm a I'm a I'm a state national of California and I'm walking in there and they go ah, you know where's your passport hey yo 8 USC uh section 1101 subsection 23 I'm conferring this nationality on myself what are you going to do about it you just write a little affidavit right there live right at the fucking passport booth I Brandon Joe Williams confer state nationality uh, of the of the unincorporated nation state of California upon myself. Uh, do you have a notary here by chance, sir? Uh, boom, boom, boom. Get it signed, date it, ha- hand it right to the guy right there. Don't even make a fucking copy. Boom. Walk right in. I mean, theoretically, in my head, you could do that. Is that what these people are doing? Uh, I don't know. I really well, have and no then, idea. And then you have the the dependency on those that are handling you to not just take you out in the, uh, there's not a fear-based conversation. We're just talking about this to not just take you out in the desert and shoot you to not just uh, send you back, you know, anywhere, right? Let's just take it, take it as you and I or a uh, U.S. citizen, somebody that's was here and just doing this. You know, there's a, there's those folks that do the sovereign citizen videos and they usually get the shit kicked out of them and they usually don't have a good time and they're screaming the whole time. And so we're, what is the anger ban we spoke by at the beginning right right and so that's the thing with this how what are the familiarities you need to be with this and just have loaded in your mind do you feel do you have like a little card that you know you can keep in your wallet or something i know this shit all like by heart by this at this point because you do but is there a minimal checklist for somebody that just comes about this it's it's simple for for people who are already in one of the 50 states of the union um i teach you in my free course how to build your explanatory statement affidavit that you're going to attach to the ds11 passport application form it's going to cover all this information that's how you get these passports so with that said let's move back into some some of this this is endorsement this is like super ultra ultra cutting edge to the point where i don't even know a lot about all this okay so uh, when you, when you, when you turn in your passport application, there's a couple of sections on the DS 11 form that say like, um, to be filled out by, by department of state officer or whatever. So if we pull up the DS 11 form, um, and we scroll down to the application itself, we're going to go down to, um, we have all this stuff here. Do not write below this line for issuing office only. And there's a bunch of different things here. Now, what's really crazy is uh, uh, like, uh, for example, this one says nationality slash citizenship certificate. And then you have these different things here. We don't even know what all this means, but we know what USDC, USDC is United States District of Columbia. Yep. Yep. That's your citizenship, right? I'm not even sure what USCIS is, to be honest with you. Uh, USCIS, uh, immigration, United States Citizenship and Immigration Services. So I'm pretty sure this is on the nation state side. This is where you get your your national passport from. So there's two sides. There's two sides for for both 
type of citizenship. There's a citizen of the national government, and then there's the national of one of the, the sovereign nation states, right? And if you can stay away from the word state somehow, you could even say the nation of California, honestly, is probably one of the best ways you can say it. Uh, and, and without getting, without falling into any traps or anything, but you have all these little thingies here. And then you have uh, up top, you have more of these, this right here. Now check this out. D O S N F R. Now, if we go back to, uh, eight USC one, 22 CFR 51.3, we have D stands for diplomatic. O stands for official. S uh, N S O stands for non. Maybe again, this is cutting edge. So I'm trying to just piece this together live. No, this is awesome. I love this. Yeah, we're in an NFR, together. I don't even know. National foreign relationship. Maybe we have D for diplomatic, O for uh, official, and S is for um, uh, service passport and then nfr for all i know that might be this the stand the the regular not non-resident foreign regular i don't know i have no idea yeah because then the question is is which one do you check up here for u.s no passport no, 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 no. Book, you're not supposed to check the, oh. you don't even fill this out because it's a, for a u.s passport for so it's for the united states district of columbia's passport is that correct this is so interesting, actually, because I've never, ever realized that that maybe you're right. What the fuck? I thought well, that was in a section that you're not supposed to you're not supposed to check. But actually, well, that's what's interesting is because how do you delineate that bottom part? That's a question I had for you. If you scroll well, down, it says, do second. not. Hold on a second. This is totally fucking insane. I am just realizing something right now. Look at this. E.N.D. dot number. Holy fuck. That literally means endorsement number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. So you check the D box and then you scroll down and you literally type in which endorsement number you are. So, so that- endorsement 09 is the one. Look, read this. Yep. The bear is a United States national and not a United States citizen. So you would do nine. Holy under the endorsement fuck. see this that's how mind blowing i am totally going to do an email blast about this i never good. noticed this well, I'll, I'll give you a link we'll share the shit out of this thing you know exp and, i wonder what that means exp i think expiration but no i think it means some of these you have to actually write like for example i have an 11 i'm pretty sure i have an 11 so what 11 means is that i'm an ambassador at large cool for some sort of like like big movement or whatever right nice like for example an ambassador at large for global women's issues right now what i'm an ambassador at large for i have no fucking idea not you're not responsible for delineating that you're just responsible for saying that i'm not well, out yeah of this. but i'm not sure i'm not sure you that's the thing though i'm starting to think if you click d and you type in 11 for the endorsement and under EXP, I type in the Amnesty Coalition. You might be getting, you might be giving yourself your own conferring of your own endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's the realization I'm having right now. It's the point where you can literally just decide what level or type of, oh, this well, is fucked. You can just, would, you can just, you can literally just give yourself a diplomatic yeah, passport. Yeah. It's that's that what would, I'm realizing. That's what would make sense because if you're not operating within the, um, 
the company that is the United States, then really you're whatever you want to be because they, they're the only ones that define you as what you are. Other than that, you're just within the territory and it, within this, even you have subcategories, these, um, endorsements, endorsements that you have here. Thank you. And those seem to be like sort of an option, but even then, if you scroll all the way down, is there like an other to where you can just fill your own shit in where you can say like, I'm, I'm the flying spaghetti monster and I'm the captain. Well, of my that own would planet. be, that would you literally, yes. The answer is yes. So the way it works is now this is so big. I, I can't believe that. I, I just, this is so crazy. Uh, I'm going to make so my own flag and everything. I am expanding my reality right now. So you, you could, you could literally click D your, your foreign diplomatic passport type in endorsement number 11 and then what you're going to do is it says here, I teach all this in my free course. It, it says here um, above the signature, it says um, there's a section. It says here, uh, uh, I have not performed any of the acts listed under the acts or conditions on page four of the instructions of this application. Um, unless explanatory statement is attached. So, so that's the only part in here. Let me just check. That's the only part in here where they say that they even mentioned an explanatory statement, right? So we've taken this and we've, we've, we've applied this section to attach an entire affidavit that covers our entire. So what you would do, and I'm probably going to literally rewrite my entire passport process on this. You would literally write, you would click D endorsement 11. And then you would say, um, uh, in the explanatory statement, you would write that you are you are the ambassador at large for whatever it is that you are the the nation of Brandon or or expanding, or expanding yeah ex, the, the, ex, the the expanding reality uh, nation tribe the, the yeah. nation the tribe, tribe of expanding reality right so so you would actually get a diplomatic passport. That would give you foreign diplomat. So you would get diplomatic immunity and you would have 50 state concealed carry permit and it would be do not detain status. And you would be an ambassador at large for the nation of expanding reality. I love this shit. It, it, only a uh, tongue in cheek. What were his last words? Oh, I'm a foreign diplomat. Uh, you know, <laughs> what? what's so funny is uh, sort of like I think of um, <laughs> I think of um, Bill Cooper doing that in his front yard with the shoot out with the ATF going, I'm a, I'm a foreign diplomat. Anyway. Uh, so NFR, well, I yeah, this but up. that guy, you know, I watched the whole documentary uh, on that and I, I, I do think I believe yeah, yeah. a lot of what it's like, it was the same kind of helter skelter kind of thing where, you know, yep. the, the end of the world is coming. We're all going to have to fight. Let's stop. You know, and, and I'll be honest <laughs> with you when you're stockpiling machine guns and grenades excessively, there must be some kind of fear basis behind that. I'm sorry. I agree with you. So, so even though, yes, there's some goofiness on both sides. I do. I do believe that. And I'm sure you believe this. People create their own karma, their own, their own reality, their Brother. own futures. And when you're sitting there and you're going, the feds are coming, we need to get ready. What's going to happen? Literally like fucking magic. All of a sudden the feds show up at your doorstep and you're like shocked by that. You're shocked by the fact that, that you've just worked so hard for the past several months to manifest this thing. And then it became real. What's shocking about that? Dude, thank you for saying that. This is what I'm talking about, about the whole like TikTok thing, about the whole like shadow ban thing. People, oh, I'm shadow banned. I've never felt shadow banned. Therefore, I'm not. It's just this yeah. interesting mindset, dude. And so like you, that's why this is empowering and especially fucking to hear it from you, dude. 
I looked well, at the well. I think I think the whole channel ban and banning thing is really uh, located in eighteen USC eleven. Again, if you're if you're at peace and you behave as though yeah, you're at peace, yeah. But this is what I'm saying. Like even like the videos we put out that did get banned, they were just about the going. They were about speaking truths about the narrative, alternative truths about the COVID narrative. And even then, though, what it was and how it could be viewed as you're not in peace is because you're not going along with the narrative. Therefore, you're uh, rallying up all the cattle. Therefore, you're not good for business. Therefore, that's bad for peace. You see what I'm saying? And they can I, I, I say they shout out Ryan Sprague. I uh, I say they loosely to say that, you know, these ideas of semantics just down to the way that we're redefining or actually clarifying definitions. There, there seems to be a mindset, which is a fear-based one. So I'd like to just clear this up with you. A fear-based mindset. Well, they're, they're just going to use the same terminology and then I'm going to be considered this sort of the like, um, okay, do you know how people, whenever they rub a genie lamp and they're not specific about what they want and the genie will give them all the money in the world, right? So now they have all the money in the world, but they can't physically spend it, you know, and it ends up backfiring in some way. Is there anything like this to this, or is this just sort of the final boss level with this, with yourself, where you just pull out completely and then it's over? Uh, the, 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 the original state governments, they actually had governments in all of the states at one point in time. And then the, the, the federal corporation bankrupted all of them and incorporated everything in 1871 during the organic act of 1871, the, 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 I mean, for all I know, the entire purpose of the Civil War was to destroy the sovereignty of the states and to usher in a federal government. For all I know, that that's that's what happened, because that's exactly what occurred. The Civil War uh, uh, tore the United States, all the independent several states in half and, and had one fighting the next and they could nobody could stand at the end. And then uh, the entire Congress stopped a meeting around 19, uh, 1864, 65. Uh, everything was in shambles. Everything was destroyed. The, the financial situation was completely destroyed. I, I've seen reports and I've read reports where. Before 1871, if you wanted to go and talk to the president, you would just go and knock on the fucking door and the president would answer the door and you could just talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. So after that point, after the Civil War was when we had the redefining of the word person, which is the next thing we're going to get into. Uh, you had the the incorporating of the federal government. You had the ending of slavery. You had the 14th Amendment creating a new type of citizenship. All this stuff all happened around that same time period after the Civil War during the Reconstruction. Mm. So. What you're doing is, is you're, you are unplugging from the new corporate world and you are plugging yourself back into the original state government world. The problem is, is that when you do that and you go to actually plug yourself in and you're going like this and then you realize there's nothing there. <laughs> mm. And that's the realization. You wake up in a complete void. There's nothing here. That's why people are building the state assemblies. Like uh, Nancy, the woman who introduced me to all this, she's she's the chairwoman of her assembly, right? The assembly are literally just volunteers, mainly of, of older people who are retired or whatnot, uh, who are rebuilding that original state de jure, non-de facto government. Now, the thing about a de jure government, a de jure government is on the same playing field as a human being. 
the Dijor government is not superior to, you're not going to the Dijor government and asking for anything. You're asking for assistance, asking for this, even a, even a, a grand jury court case in a common law court. Uh, you actually have to have the, um, contractual obligation of both parties, unless it's like a serious crime. If, if you, if you very seriously hurt someone, then, then you would be taken in and, and it would be against your will, but anything else, any non victim crime, uh, you would literally have to, what, what would happen at that point is the, the, the judge or the arbiter or the magistrate would literally be no different than like a marriage counselor where both parties come in, they can agree on the fact that they both want to um, have a mediator of this particular magistrate. And they both like literally give jurisdiction to the magistrate, but they can pull that jurisdiction anytime they want. So if they get pissed off during the proceedings, they just go fuck this and they just walk out. That's and it the just way remains unsettled. It just remains unsettled. Yeah. What if there's property damage or physical damage or anything like that? Let's would say be a, a car wreck. That okay. would be a crime. Yeah. That would be different. Right. Right. That's the difference between civil court and criminal court. Right, 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 right. Okay. So in a in a in a common law de jure court, civil court, it would only be predicated on the willingness of all parties. Whereas a criminal court wouldn't be in that same category. Right. Gotcha. Whereas in today's court system, it's different. It's all it's all forced on us. It's actually not forced on us at all, which we're going to get into in the next section here on this on this show and tell. Uh, but, but people think that it's forced on them. Okay. Gotcha. So the next thing we're going to move on real quick, real quick. I looked at the NFR on the top of the yeah. passport box. Just before we move on from that, that's no fee regular. So it's blue, no fee regular passports are oh, it's issued a regular to, passport. Yeah. Among others. National. This is certain categories of employees of the department of defense, American national red cross and peace corps volunteers assigned overseas. Huh. It's strange because there there's an R on some of these, like mm -hmm. here. You can see an R here. That's the regular passport, right? Uh, but if you go on to the DS11 form, there is no R. Super weird. Yeah. So this is like a whole nother level to the rabbit hole that I've never seen before. So there you go. Well, I'm grateful you shared it because I'm grateful you shared it. It's oh, very wow, interesting. Look. Regular passport. No fee, regular no passport, fee, regular passport, and regular passport. I'm excited to get more into this, dude. This is awesome. All right. So the next, the next part of this show and tell is uh, the definition of the word person. So, so I can't necessarily prove this with the greatest of ease, but I can kind of prove it, sort of. Uh, and I'm sure at some point in time, I will have enough information to completely nail it down entirely. Um, let me find, I believe it's 14 CFR 47.2. The memory you have for these, by the way, is amazing. Guys, he's just typing these in on a memory as he's pulling these up. Thank you. Yes. So, so, so this is a partial proof of what I'm about ready to tell you. Uh, and I hope it's good enough for your audience, uh, but but I'm going to explain how this all works. Okay, so when you were born and and your parents signed your long form birth certificate, that birth certificate was sent to the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, and they created a corporation of your name in all capital letters. And if you look on a copy of the long form birth certificate. 
um, you will see there'll be a section of it and it'll say something like date received by local health officer, something like that, right? That local health officer created that corporation. Now, you might think that's like nefarious, which I did for a long time too. But it's interesting. I'm starting to think of it in a little different way because the way the government works is they're like the corporate world. Okay. And they created this corporation and you think to yourself like, okay, they created the corporation because now they can put your corporate name on everything. And then you pretend as though you're the corporation and then you don't have any rights and then they can take away all your rights, which that's what they do. So yes, that's true. But if you were to think of it in a different way and you were to think of it and like maybe go back a hundred years and think of it, I think the way this thing started was the the government was trying to do something good and the government was trying to create a commercial structure and then give you limited liability from that commercial structure. Because what a corporation does, whether it's an S corp or a C corp or an LLC or anything else, is it gives you limited liability in commerce. That's why these guys can, they own these corporations and then the corporation, something horrible happens. And then the, the CEOs and stuff, they have, they have legal limited liability and they don't themselves go to jail usually. Right. They create this corporation of your name in all capital letters, which at one point in time in the past may have been something good. And then somehow someone got at the head of it and changed it into something very evil and bad. Okay. But basically the, 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 they created a corporation of your name in all capital letters. Okay. And, and that corporation is physically located in the district of Columbia. And I can partially prove that by showing you 14 CFR uh, section 47.2 citizen of the United States or U S citizen has three different definitions. And we're going to cover all three of them. Definition number one is an individual who is a citizen of the United States or one of its possessions. Now you'd think you know what that means. That means someone who lives in the District of Columbia or one of its possessions, meaning Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, American Samoa, those ones. Okay. Definition number two, a partnership, each of whose partners is an individual who is a citizen of the United States. So right there, this is when we start getting into some freaky shit. So you're telling me that a partnership or business can be a citizen of the United States or a U.S. citizen? The answer to that question is yes. We have definition number three. A corporation or association organized under the laws of the United States or a state, it's capitalized, the District of Columbia or a territory or possession of the United States of which the president and at least two thirds of the board of directors and other managing officers are citizens of the United States, which is under the actual control of citizens of the United States and in which at least 75% of the voting interest is owned or controlled by persons that are citizens of the United States. So you got to think to yourself, a corporation, an association, a partnership, these things can all be U.S. citizens. So that business that you think that you own, you don't own it at all because you're a U.S. citizen, which means you're an employee of the corporate foreign zone and your fucking business is considered a U.S. citizen as well. 
It's on my list of questions. I'm a business owner. Like what's the deal with us? You know? So, so you are not a business owner. You are a business controller of which the United States owns. Mm. That includes the bank accounts associated with the business. You don't own, you don't, they, they allow you to be an authorized representative of that bank account, which is why on your checks, if you look at the line underneath, when you sign your name, it says authorized representative in tiny micro print, mm-hmm. a little MP that they have next to where you sign that stands for micro print. That's because the line underneath where you sign is micro printed and it says authorized representative. The actual line that you sign on is the actual sentence. physical line. Yeah. If you get it, if you look very, very closely or maybe get a, a, a magnifying glass, you'll see it says authorized representative or something along those lines. Right. So, Dang. so basically what it is, is they're, they're allowing you to run something of which they have a superior ownership over. Cause you don't live in America, bro. You're not an American. So they, they put all these rules together and that's it. You have to follow those rules. You, the way that the government looks at it is you went to them and you applied to operate in their corporate world. You applied to be a part of their commercial universe. You said, may I please come and have the benefit of working inside of this really cool structure that you've created that like, that like creates all the laws and all the rules. It's like a game. It's like a game. It's like, it's like someone's playing a soccer game and you show up and you're like, Hey, I want to, I want to play. And they're like, if you play, you're playing by our rules. You're like, yeah, can I, can I play? Can I join? And like, all right. Yeah. That's the same idea. So are you saying that me as a, uh, what I thought was a business owner, the issue I have is thinking I needed permission to run my business in the first place. Well, yeah, because the thing is, is that in order to quote, get permission, you had to sign that your business is located in the district of Columbia. You know, what's interesting about like this whole process, brother, and we, we go through these, you know, like your wake up times where you get these choice points and you kind of come to some place. And especially when you're, when you're uh, chewing on crow, cause you're sitting here thinking like me, you know, getting the show going, getting the message out. All it was about was just getting it going. And it seemed like those are the hoops that I needed to jump through with all of the best information I had at the time to do that. So it's an interesting thing to come across new information and I don't feel duped. I, I feel like that's the system that we play in and that's fine. I'm grateful for you being here because along with the feeling of awareness that we have now about this and me personally, again, with the business, I mean, this is, um, this is a mission. And so therefore it operates in, in certain ways. And it's just fascinating to be empowered with this information, brother. I can't thank you enough that with the hubris I have accepting the information, I have uh, 10 times the amount of gratitude for it. So thank you. Well, I appreciate you because now I realize why in the flying fuck I'm an ambassador at large on my passport. <laughs> that makes sense. You're an ambassador as fuck. And you, if nothing else, you're an honorary citizen of the of the expanding reality whenever you want it. I love it. That's great. Thank you. So, so, so now this gets a little bit more weird and strange and stuff like that because now you ask yourself, okay, so, so I'm not, I don't want to be an individual who is a citizen. I don't want to have a partnership. I don't want to have a corporation and I don't want to have an association. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? The answer to that question is you want to open a private irrevocable trust. A private irrevocable trust is opened by a grantor or executor, meaning you just sign a contract that brings the trust into existence under God. 
You're not going to the government at all. A government trust is not actually a real trust. It's a business trust, which is just another clever bullshit term for more bullshit that they're going to give you. That's a corporation that's physically located in the District of Columbia. The government can only give you, you need to understand two things about the government. The government can only give you corporations. If they call it our Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Savior, baptism in water, ecclesiastical, non uh, d- outside of the District of Columbia, totally free foreign ambassador at large trust. They can't give you any of that. It's still just a corporation. That's number one. The government can only, only, only give you a corporation. Okay. And you can look in Black's Law and you can look up. There's four pages of what a corporation is. It's pretty wild. Uh, it's it's not it's it's kind of what you think it is, but there's a lot of details to it, and it's pretty expansive how far you can go on that particular definition. Okay, it's a corporation is some sort of a legal fictional element that operates as a as a shell for groups. A trust would technically fit that same category. The problem is is that uh, there's two different types of corporations. There's a public corporation, which is actually called a political corporation, and there's a private corporation. A public corporation is one that the government creates for political purposes. They literally say it in the definition that public corporations are used for political purposes. This is like this is like 80 years ago this dictionary was written. See, it's all so right got- there. You're just agreeing to it just because nobody questions it. But again, now we're empowered with the information, man. This is the fire. Yeah, so we're going to go to corporation. Corporation. Because this, I haven't covered this on a show either. It's a lot of really cool new shit that I'm covering here with you guys. I love it. We're grateful. Because the rabbit hole just gets clearer and deeper every day. So every single time, every single week or whatever, it's just more and more of this shit. You know, a lot of it is just, a lot of it comes down to a simplicity as well. Cause it's all very complicated. I'm digging and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm confused. And then all of a sudden it all just becomes click, click, clear. Click. Yep. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that kind of shit too. So, uh, uh la, 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 corporation, corporation, la, 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 an artificial person or legal entity created by or under the authority of the laws of a state or nation. So and then it, that's the, that's the question. Then the state of Texas required me to get an LLC to do business here. But they're not referring to the, the nation state of Texas. They're referring to the corporation called state of Texas. That's physically located in the district of Columbia. Right. Okay. Now, so now hold on a second. Cause we're going to get into, I'll go ahead and share this with you. Where did, I think you lost it here. Where did it go? Corporation, corporation, corporate name, corporate purpose, corporation. Here we go. I could have sworn. Oh, here we go. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, so this is really fast. This is this is really what people are missing. Private corporations are those founded by and composed of private individuals 
for private purposes as distinguished from governmental purposes and having no political or governmental franchises or duties. You wouldn't go to the government to get that. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You would sign it and notarize it, and then you would deposit it into the county registrar, uh, the county recorder. You would create it, and that's why it's called sovereign. Everyone has been brainwashed into thinking you have to go somewhere else to get any of this shit. Yeah, including me, by the way. I'm not private by definition means you're not going to anybody to open it up. You're opening it up, which is the way it is anyway. That more accurately accurately reflects the definition of what's occurring. So public and private. Here we go. A public corporation is I'm going to do this so you guys can read along and I'm not full of shit making shit up public and private. A public corporation is one created by the state for political purposes and to act as an agency in the administration of civil government agency means like a middle ground or, or a medium. And it's literally what it is. I call it the portal between the living world and the corporate world. The, 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 the all caps name that you have, the corporation is a public political corporation that's used as an intermediary between the living world and the corporate world. It's like a portal. It's literally like Stranger Things. It's like the TV show Stranger Things. Yeah. You have the real life and then you have the upside down. Okay. For the administration of civil government, generally within a particular territory or subdivision of the state and usually invested for that purpose with subordinate and logical power. Ooh, we're starting to go off the deep end here. Yeah, we are. See here. These are some, these are sometimes called political corporations. Yeah. You can call your all capital letter name corporation, a political corporation, and you would not be incorrect. You would not be incorrect. So that said, in order to own your own business, you have to be a national or a foreigner. You cannot be a U.S. citizen because U.S. citizens can't own businesses. And you have to not have a corporation that is a public political corporation. You need a private corporation. The way that a private corporation exists or a private trust, ideally, private irrevocable trust is the best one you can do, is you write up the fucking thing and then you sign it in front of a couple of witnesses and then you go and, and, and you don't even need to do this because you're literally the king. But if you want other people to know that you've opened up this particular trust, you just go and get it recorded in the county recorder, which you don't even necessarily need to do. And it's that fucking simple. You don't go to anybody else. And it's so like, even for me, it's like painful. It's like, oh, the idea that I don't, I don't go there. There's no approval process. There's no there's no certificate. There's no there's no pink We're so lost. We're so brainwashed. We're so that's why that's where in this arena of, of, of all this information, you hear the term lost at sea. We are lost at sea. We are lost. The fact that we think we have to go to a, a fucking private foreign corporation that that obviously is trying to trick us through definitions and terms and they smell weird to get absolutely 
anything. We know they're incompetent as fuck, even beyond anything else legal. Why would we want to go to them to get anything? Why? Now, let's say you, Brandon, ran the foreign corporation. And let's say the foreign corporation was so fucking badass. It was a fucking party. It was awesome. There was all these benefits. It was like commerce was so fucking badass. Like, we're going to help you do this. We're going to help you do that. We're going to protect all your commercial activity. We're going to like, we're going to be driving around, giving beers to people in like a fucking ice cream truck, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. Now the definition of citizen and all this stuff is like, yo, I want to be a part of this. I want to like join this club because this is fucking badass. Now all these terms mean something completely different. Now it's all positive. So, so the, the, the definitions of these terms are all in relative to that of what you're talking about. The fact that they're a corporation and the fact that they're this and the fact that they're that, yes, it's all like really weird and fucked up. And yes, they're, they're doing all these awful things. But at the end of the day, if they were to just change some of this shit and actually be effective and actually be helpful, I could show you all these things and show you how they're all full of shit and show you all these definitions. You'd be like, yeah, it's all right. I'll, I'll stay a part of the group because again, it comes down contract law and the idea of contracts is the senior element to all of this. Okay. And, and I can actually show you something on that as well, because the thing is, is that even as a national, if you go down here to, um, uh, state citizens, are not taxpayers state citizens are not taxpayers and we're going to go just below that i think it is um i know i covered this a little bit earlier but i want to cover it again um early and often dude it's important to bring it back there's a lot of information here and again just want to say guys a video version uh, linked down in the show description highly highly recommend you check it out yeah so we got dred scott versus sanford okay the state citizen is immune from any and all government attacks and procedure, comma, absent contract. So what that means is your right to contract is infinite, meaning you're a state citizen, so you're, you're disconnected entirely. But if you want to contract or if the federal corporation wants to offer you a contract and you willingly accept it, you are tying yourself back into the system because the state and the government can never, ever, ever, ever override your free will to contract as you see fit to the point where if you created a porno video with someone and they signed a documentation stating that they were going to be beaten within an inch of their life during this particular fucked up porno film, you filled the film and you did exactly what you said you were going to do. You actually can't sue that person in law. There was no crime committed because the, the, the ability of a person to contract in law is infinite. They would have to prove that that some aspect of whatever it is that happened during that video being filmed wasn't exactly what was explicitly stated in the contract in order for it to be considered a crime. You can contract into anything. You can contract into being a slave. And that's the way the government views all of this. They view all of this that they never they never forced you to put U.S. citizen on anything. They never forced you to fill out a W-9 form. They never forced you to fill out a tax return, a 1040. 
They never forced you to do anything. Then when you actually fill out the tax form, now you're, you're, you're waiving your fifth amendment right to shut the fuck up and you're sending them all this information. And then all they do is they say, look, you incriminated yourself by sending us all this fucking information. Now we're going to come after you because you broke the law. We already have the evidence because you waived all your rights to shut the fuck up. Is that only valid for the year that it's filled or does it? I mean, I mean, it, it goes whatever information it's, it's just like the Miranda rights. The reason why the government's so fucked up is because anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. So let's say we come to this information now, like we have, and let's say that we want to abstain from that system and just pull out, get the new passport, change the business, all of those things, uh, cancel the LLC, all that stuff. Um, what is that? What is that? That's what I did. It's exactly what I did. And, uh, I can show you a couple other things on that. If I can find it rapidly, I don't want to take forever. Let's see, here. it's so interesting because it is just um, <clears throat> it is just bullshit, and it is just held over you because you were uh, coerced into agreeing to it. But the second that you don't is the second that that those wolves just back off into the forest. They're just not there anymore. Yep they 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 use intimidation to try to get you to waive your Fifth Amendment right. When it's interesting too, you think of the people who um, go to. Uh, jail for tax aversion or something or the IRS. And so I'm sure we're going to cover taxes because uh, you're already there. But it's just interesting also because now I'm viewing it under that it's just because they checked that box that said U.S. citizen that they were responsible and That's played it. the game. That's it. I'll teach you how to get around that too. I mean, my course teaches it in great detail, but. Already signed go up. Over. Guys, linked in the show notes. Um, the cooperative taxpayer fares much worse than the individual who relies upon his constitutional rights. Only the rare taxpayer would be likely to know he could refuse to produce his records to internal revenue service agents, which is the fifth amendment comes from us versus Dickerson in numerous cases where the IRS has sought enforcement of its summons pursuant to a particular statute talking about summons comma courts have held that a taxpayer may refuse production of personal books and records by assertion of his privilege against self-incrimination which is the fifth amendment and that's from multiple court cases hill versus philpot uh, stewart versus united states and u.s versus kleckner so national citizens do not get audited uh, they can offer you a contract to be audited and you can accept it. What if you don't? They, there's nothing they can do. The, they can threaten if, you. They can intimidate you. They can offer you a contract. They can't enforce that contract. And the only people who have gotten in trouble, let's say air quotes for that, are the people who check that box, U.S. citizen, because they've agreed well, to a lot play of people, by those There's rules. a lot of people who have exited the system who have been offered contracts, who have been intimidated, they get scared, and then they accept the contract. Those are the people who really get fucking murdered, man. Oh, man. Because they want to make an example out of you. Mm -hmm. You get weak and you get shaky near the end, and, and then you accept the, the contract that you can willingly deny if you want to. Oh, man. They will fucking eat you.
and you can't just throw these things away, right? Because that's still admission that you got it. You can't say you never got it because it was sent. So, well, that's that's what we're getting into right now. Okay. That's what we're getting into right now. It's actually a lot easier than people think. I teach it in a totally different way. I think it's extremely simple. Okay, so we know now that the All Caps Corporation is a completely separate entity to you. And then now what we're going to do is we're going to clear the word person. This is from Title 26, the Internal Revenue Code. Go ahead and read person. This is from 26 USC 7701 subsection one. Go ahead and read the definition of person. The term person shall be construed to mean and include an individual, a trust, a state, partnership, association, company, or corporation. So the all caps name is a person. And then you are a person. So every single credit card and every single bill that you have in the mail and every single piece of paper that you have absolutely anywhere with your name on it has your name in all capital letters. Sometimes it has your full middle name. Sometimes it has just your middle initial. Sometimes it does not have your middle name or a middle initial at all. Those are the three ways that they're going to write the all caps name. They're only going to write it in those three ways. Look on all your documentation. You will see it's always in all capital letters. So what happens is the, the all capital letter name, like I said, it's the portal. It's the pickup zone. It's like UPS delivers to a drop-off, and then you have to go and pick up from the drop-off. And then when you drop off at the drop-off, they have to come and pick up at the drop-off. It's, it's a literal relay station. Okay. The all capital letter name is a person. And, and basically the way that the, the relationship works between you and that person is the law of the agent principal relationship. So you're basically essentially the lawyer of a corporation. Now, in my opinion, this is what transforms an angry sovereign citizen type person into a legal professional. Yeah. This is the point where I had a very small amount of anger still left in my body. And it was finally the last vestiges were finally eliminated by understanding the agent principal relationship. When they write a ticket, when they write a bill, they're writing it to the all caps name corporation of which you have limited liability in commerce because I'm sure 120 years ago, whoever created the system was trying to do it as something good. You have limited liability in commerce. They aren't coming for you. The IRS isn't writing to you. No one is writing to you. You've never gotten a bill in your own name unless your fucking buddy sent you some manufactured bullshit on his QuickBooks. That's the only time you've ever gotten a bill that was actually to you. Capital One, your mortgage, your credit cards, uh, your your IRS, your local bills, your your local mafia employment development department, your um, uh, uh, registration for your vehicles. Vehicles is a whole long thing we can get into. I probably can't get into that today. Uh, all these things, the 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 DMV. You even look on your fucking driver's license. It's not you on the driver's license. It's you as the agent on behalf of the principal. You're supposed to sign the motherfucking thing as the agent on behalf of the principal. Yes, it has your picture on it because it, it, it designates you as the agent on behalf of the principal. It's all, it's all from the law of agencies, right? So when they call you and they're trying to collect a debt from Capital One, 
they're calling you as the agent on behalf of the principal because the principal can't speak to them physically. So what you need to realize is that you are a lawyer. You are a lawyer. Once you realize that you are a lawyer, what you do, what I've done, and this is the most life-changing thing that I've ever seen in any of this information to the point where yesterday you'll see on my website, it says uh, June 1st for edits on all my website. I went through and, and, and I changed everything because when I learned the law of agency, that's when everything changed. I'm not angry anymore. What is there to be angry about? They're not writing to you. You're just a lawyer on behalf of the principal. Sure, I'll fucking talk to you at the principal. What do you want to talk about? You go into a courtroom, there's a ticket. The ticket's not for you. The ticket's for the fucking principal. Hi, hi, uh, uh, Brandon Joe Williams. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm the agent on behalf of the principal, Brandon Joe Williams. Uh, I have a, a power of attorney form here. I'm here to speak on behalf of the principal. Uh, uh, apparently, there was a, a, a speeding charge or whatever, blah, 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 blah. It's not you. They're not talking to you at all unless you sign and state that you are the corporation. And that's, that's, that's how this whole system got dark. It got dark because somebody came along and they said, okay, if we can get these people to start operating as though they're one entity or one person and not two persons, they're signing away their own sovereignty. They're signing away their own humanity. Everything that you see in society, all this trans rights and all this craziness that you're seeing in the world, it's all about... Uh, 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 guilting people into signing away their humanity. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It all, you'd be shocked how much of what you see in the world and how much you see on TV and how much you see in the movies all stems back to some sort of legal strategy. It all comes back to law. If you can have someone sign away that they're not a human being or sign away that they're not a man or a woman or sign away their rights as a human being and say that they're a corporation, you own them. So the way that this works is if we go on my website and we go to my public notice page, I've created what's called a durable power of attorney. Power of attorney is literally the contract that outlines the agent principal relationship. I signed on behalf of myself as the agent and I signed on behalf of the principal and I created an entire full blown, any lawyer looking at this would be like, this is a really beautiful document, except the fact that it's the same fucking name twice. It's my name in all capital letters, principal, which is notarized. Here's the notary. And then here's me as the agent and in lowercase in a different form. And then it has my thumbprint as a human being. Now, whenever I speak to anybody, whether it's a court, whether it's a, a, a legal, whether it's a financial transaction or whatever, they can call me. I have, I have uh, things they call me that I haven't paid or whatever. And I just didn't pay it. Cause I'm just, it's the whole thing. So it's just such a joke when you get to a certain level. <laughs> And they call me and, and how do I answer the phone? I hardly ever answer the phone, but if I do, I say, yes, hello. And they go, hello, is this Brandon Joe Williams? I go, oh, well, uh, I'm the agent on behalf of the principal and I do have a durable power of attorney to speak on behalf of the principal. Would you like a copy of it? And they would say, they actually say yes. And they, they want a copy of it. Now, when you actually send them a copy of it, it's crazy what happens. You have no idea what's going to happen. They either, the, the whole area just explodes. It's like throwing a hand grenade in there. Cause they've never seen anything like this. Right. Uh, 
a lot of times they just don't call you back or it gets kicked up to some extremely high level person that, that thinks that, you know, God knows what you're going to get. It's actually hilarious. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that what you're doing is you're, you're solidifying a contract to solidify the agent principal relationship. Now, what I love about this is you'll never, ever be angry ever again, ever because your passport gives you diplomatic immunity and your corporation gives you commercial limited liability. You are fucking invincible. You, th this is, this is literally how to become a God on earth. What we're talking about right now. No one can touch you. Now, if you're a fucking asshole, and you prove that you're not at peace and you lose your foreign government status and they come pick you up and beat the fuck out of you and no one ever sees you again. That's a different story. But as long as you don't do that, and as long as you actually are an ambassador at large, and as long as you actually do take this seriously and you do want to educate people and you do want to move this information forward and you do want to help everybody, including the police officers, including the judges, including the county clerks, including the bailiffs, it changes everything. You become... And, and, and I'm going to say this a little lightly because I, I don't have like an ego issue or anything like that, but it, this, this is like, this is biblical. We're talking about something biblical here. It is biblical. You are walking on water. You are parting the seas. You are healing with your hands. You are walking the earth as a child of God. That's what this is. It just feels <clears throat> absolutely fucking right. I mean, it's it's beyond exciting. Um, I actually can't like I love you to death. I can't wait to end this and get started, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> it it just feels so goddamn correct because it's the last little piece. You know, we talk about like playing within the systems and you're still doing that, but you're not doing it from a subservient standpoint. And that's where I'm at with this, dude. That's where this audience is at with this. That's where we all are ready to step into the next level. I'll tell you what yeah. on this, man. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to, I am actually going to wrap it up only because of a time thing, but uh, also because I'm ready to get started, but also I, uh, I'd like to ask you just to end this one and I'm going to really uh, don't hang up if you don't mind when we end here, because I'd like to schedule for you for a pretty quick turnaround because I've got some vehicles, I've got taxes, uh, uh, more questions on taxes, debt, things like that. Uh, but let's, let's give the audience time to marinate on this and let's, let's come this back. Is, this is, this is the craziest. This is, this is quite a bit. I've actually realized quite a bit doing this show with you. I, this is, this is deeper than anything I have available anywhere. I'm going to have to actually rewrite some shit because this is the, the endorsement thing was just totally crazy. I, I've just, I had no idea. Well, I'm um, grateful. We provide that environment here and this is a yeah. safe place to learn and grow together, dude. And our audience and every, we all love this man. So again, you're, you're a brother and you'll be back very, very fucking time. I mean, like remarkably soon. Um, so I, I do the want to have you, if you don't mind, and this with, uh, what you, what you feel excited about, what gets you out of bed every morning? Like what, what is something that you just keep breath air moving in and out of your lungs because of? Um, well, I, I mean, I mean, it's just like, I think you said at the beginning, maybe before we even started, it was, it was, uh, things had to get so bad and the, and the lights had to dim so far before people started to really freak out and, and, and think something's wrong and wonder what's going on and all this kind of a thing. And now we're at this point where 
you know, you read about, you read about 1776 and you read about the revolution of 1776 and, and we're about ready to experience that revolution all over again, but minus all the dead bodies in my yes, opinion, yes. hopefully, um, this is a, this is an informational mental, spiritual 1776. And it is a, uh, a 1776 that is beautiful because, um, you know, we, we all sadly have a strong desire to increase our own survival and to increase our own power and to increase our own reputation and to increase our own ownership of material things. And you can complain about that and you can say, that's not how it should be. And you can say Buddhism and you can say a million different things, but that's the reality. The beauty of this information is you can stop paying taxes legally. You can gain diplomatic immunity legally. There is so much personal gain for such a small amount of money. The W-8-B-E-N form, which is the type of form that you're going to be filling out uh, to eliminate all taxation at your job. I teach you in video number five of my free course how to fill this out. It's pretty complicated. So, you know, it's kind of crazy. Uh, takes five minutes and it costs you zero dollars. You're going to fill out an I-9 form. You're going to check box number two and you're going to turn this one in with your W-A-B-E-N form. Box two, box one is a citizen of the United States. Box two is a non-citizen national of the United States. And whoever you're turning this into, they've never seen it. And it's going to set the whole fucking room on fire. They're going to have lawyers involved. They're going to be running around like chickens with their fucking heads cut off most of the time. Okay. You're going to fill out what's called a form 56, which costs $0. This is how you end your relationship with the Internal Revenue Service permanently. This is also pretty complicated. But when I teach you how it works, it's really simple. It takes about five minutes of your time. It costs $0 to turn in a Form 56. It costs $0 to turn in a WABEN. It costs $0 to attach your I-9 to your WABEN. It costs about $170 to get your passport. If you want to expedite the passport and you want to do all the extra stuff and get faster shipping and faster expediting, you're looking at maybe $300 total out the door for uh there's an additional cost to get the passport card as well as the book you're going to check this both uh maybe three hundred dollars if you want to expedite everything to the maximum if you're really stra strapped for cash you can get the passport book and the passport card uh, with standard shipping and standard transport and processing for probably around 180 dollars $200, something like that. There's an explanatory statement that you're going to have to buy from a guy named James C. Lovett. I'll probably write my own at some point and give it away for free, especially after realizing after realizing today about the endorsements. Holy fuck. Yeah. I am really seriously thinking in the next couple of months, I'm going to write my own explanatory statement, and give it away for free. But for now, uh, you're going to be buying, it's $100 for the document. And you're going to buy it from James C. Lovett. I teach you about that in my free course. So you're looking at uh, total tax-free, total diplomatic immunity, uh, uh, getting rid of all your registration, all everything. You're going to get rid of your, if you want to, you can get rid of your driver's license. That's a whole nother subject we can get into later on a later show. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you're not going to be paying registration fees. You're not going to be paying smog fees. You're not going to be buying catalytic converters. Uh all of this is accessible with almost no effort and literally a couple hundred bucks. And I think that is... 
whether whether it's cool whether it's not cool whether it's sad whether it's i don't really give a fuck i really don't because the bottom line is that all i care about is that this information gets spread and and the higher the value perception is of the information for the least amount of investment into it the more it's going to spread because that's just the way human nature is and so uh I love this because I think that the reason why this is spreading so much is because the value proposition is just so astronomically high. It's unbelievable to the point where the biggest barrier is that people can't even believe so much value can be accessed for so little. Yeah. That that's the part, the believability. Uh, the believability. It's, it's very interesting because it's so simple and right in your face, but just so is all the other things. A lot of the other things we talk about on this show is that it's right there. And this is what like our, great friend Dave Zed says is, is shocking with the UFO phenomena is that once you figure that out, you've got time travel, interdimensional, all of it, and it's right under your nose. So it's interesting with these. I've like, I'm okay with things being simple and easy. I've got a things, uh, things come to me easily and effortlessly. And this uh, sounds like just the very next step and something I'm very excited to get started in. And it's, um, it's the, it's the logical next step, dude, because that that's like the one thing. I mean, the wife and I live out here. There's one thing that I will probably, and, and maybe you can help me with that. I don't know, but we have a power company out here in the country. Okay. And it's a co-op kind of a deal. And we get one power company. That's it. We're not doing the solar thing because it's a racket, but we have a pole out here. Now our electricity is fuck all. Like we have a you know small home. It's just my wife and I, but we have the land. So we have a, you know, not a crazy electric bill, but $75 of that electric bill every single month goes to a light mounted on the top of a pole that goes, <laughs> all night fucking long and it's out here in the middle of the country i fucking love this place on number one the reason that they say it was four was because they need to be able to light up uh the meter below and that's where the meter is located to see it but fucking flashlights i'll leave one right up there for you uh led strips i'll mount one for you um it, it's also an illuminated upgraded meter that they did so the reason it stays and the reason i pay 75 bucks a month and then have that knee going on is for no fucking reason whatsoever. So these are the type of things that I've that have stuck in my crawl with this. And this is one of the biggest ones right here is playing party to the system that is absolute horseshit. And I want nothing to fucking do with. And that really is more American to do what we're talking about here oh God, than yes. anything else. Oh my God. This so these is people so screaming for sovereignty and American, this is what it means right here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. To answer your question, uh Ron Gibson, and you're gonna look up land patents. Uh, you can actually patent your land. And uh, what? once you patent your land, um, the they, they literally can't even come on your property to even look at that meter. You have to give them written approval to do so. And you will never pay um, property taxes ever again legally because the county, the, the way it works is guarantor deeds and quick claim deeds. The county actually owns superior title to your property, just like everything else, just like your business, just like your car, which we're not going to get into the car thing. That's super complicated. We'll do it next time. Uh, but when you do a land patent, what you're doing is you're actually taking the original, uh, if you go to, I'll just do this super quick, yeah. uh, land patent lookup. This is so fucking cool. Dude, this is amazing. If you go to Bureau of Land Management, BLO records, you're going to go to um, uh, Texas, Texas. <laughs> And then you're going to go to, uh, I don't care, Bell. I don't even know anything about this. We're going to go to Bell County. Go to uh, search. Uh, nope. Don't go to Parker. Parker County. Let's go down. Hopefully they list something. I don't know a lot about this. I've never done one. So just warning you, 
I don't really know how all this works. I'm just going to hunt around. One of the more major, I'll give you a major one. Um, you could do Harris probably. Yeah. Harris right there. So there's like a different system for certain states because I think Texas is like the only state that never ceded their land to the union or whatever. I don't. Anyways, we're going to just I'm just going to randomly show you one uh, in an effort to show you how cool these things look. What's interesting, because uh, now I'm curious why nothing pulled up in Texas. Like, is it not yeah, available in a, Texas? A, so when you find one that actually comes up and you click on patent image and you pull it up. This is, this is so fucking cool. This is the original hand signed land patent from the president of the de jure United States of America. Wow. And you scroll down and this is literally the president's hand ink signature on this motherfucking thing. Now, what you're going to do in a land patent process is you create a summary of all the entire timeline of the entire land, the meets and bounds of the land that you live in. You're going to create a summary of every single quick claim deed, every single guarantor deed, all the way down to the original land patent. You create a claim of the property, and then you have to create a public uh, display of the property for 60 days on a website or in a newspaper. After that's done, then you take all that. I mean, I'm just giving you the super basic overlay overline of everything, right? Then you take all that information, including the land patent, and you file it all with the county recorder after the 60 day period. And then uh, they take all your land out of all everything. You have to actually call the fire department and the police department, and you actually have to go down there and shake their hand, and you have to actually create a private contract with them if you want them to have access to your property if your property burns to the ground and you call them and you don't have a private contract with them they will not come on your property they can't legally enter your property without a private contract that's amazing i'm at the firefighter because it's all volunteer out here because literally we have a we have a post office and that's it um in a well feed source probably going bankrupt but anyway the our um firefighters like backed over our mailbox not too long ago. It was hilarious. I was right there when it happened. I was, we were laughing they get me and the other guy. I was like, Oh, I've been driving long, you know, stuff like that first day, you know, stuff like that. And they were out there the next fucking day, dude, brand new pole, brand new, everything remounted all of it. So we're already buddies, but it's brilliant and interesting to think of this because we're already on that kind of relationship out here anyway. I mean, really it's fascinating that yeah. any of this is tied. It's only by proxy, I think. Because really, uh, I mean, I've got neighbors. I'm going to start talking, telling about this and sending this episode to because really, again, uh, you know, we're the reason that they those signs and those kitschy signs. It's like we don't down on one one. Well, the reason is because they're too goddamn far away. Uh, we're a county over, so we don't even have a sheriff's department or anything. And wow. so really, the law is absolutely in our own hands. You're unincorporated. Correct. And um, it takes them 20 minutes sense. to send a sheriff out. So, I mean, and that's best case scenario from the closest town. And that's if they leave right when you call. That's how long it takes to get here. So that being a recognition, this is really, you know, out there. We're, we're on our own and we know The that. only reason why the sheriff would even have jurisdiction over you uh, in an unincorporated area is because you're filed as a U.S. citizen. Once you once you file your paperwork as a national, you're pretty much already off the off the map as it is. I mean, really, I mean, it's you're, you're already so far off the map um, as it is. Uh, you would have to actually now, again, all this information that I'm describing in this in this show can all be weaponized. You can use all this information against the sheriff's office. I think that's extremely stupid for yeah, multiple reasons. Yeah, yeah. First off, if they want to come pick you up, 
and take you out someplace and you never heard from again, all the laws in the world aren't going to protect you from that. At a certain point, uh, uh, all this legal shit and all these laws and all these passports and everything, they don't mean jack shit. At the end of the day, what really matters is your own ability to be an ambassador at large. An ambassador at large does not have power because they have a little stupid fucking card that was issued to them by a foreign corporate zone. They have power because of their communication skills. They have power because of their diplomatic skills in terms of solving problems and, and being an arbiter of the law themselves. You are a judge. You are judging situations. You are assisting people to settle disputes. The whole purpose of a court and a court case is to settle disputes. That is it. That is it. That is all of law in three words or two words. Settle disputes. You walk the earth as an arbiter of the law. You walk an, the earth as a magistrate. You walk the earth as an ambassador at large. And that's what this information is all about. This information is about, it's about a mindset, which is 95% of it. And then the paperwork is the remaining 5%. But really, if you think about it, the paperwork is just informing everybody else after the mindset has already been decided upon. And that's the thing. I feel like such a, not a hypocrite, but I would feel it from this point moving forward with this information if I didn't act on this because the 95% mental has been there, dude, for a long fucking time, man, a yep. long fucking time. So yep. now it's like the last 5%. I've, I'm grateful. I've got more notes here than I've taken on any show. I'm going to be listening to this a thousand times. You and I are going to talk. You've got my number. And so- yeah. Oh, yeah. On that note, dude, let's let's cap it on this one, man. And again, only <laughs> only for time and for mental fatigue here for the yeah, audience. Yeah, I'm, because, a little bit, holy yeah, I'm shit. kind of toasted too a little bit. This is but been, it's uh, awesome. Intense, but yeah. I, only honestly, because we could just keep going with this. Like it's fine. But well, I'm gonna yeah, have you into, again. Getting into cars is about another hour, and then getting into financials would be about another hour and a half. Okay, well, let's plan for that. And we're going to get you booked on a quick turnaround. So, Brandon Williams, all the ways to find you, you beautiful, handsome, a perfectly named son of a bitch, will be located down in the show notes. So, guys, check that out. Holy shit, man. Uh, very much looking forward to all this, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, for, for letting me have access to all your awesome fans and your show and everything. I really appreciate the time. And, and, and I hope you guys really get a lot out of this and stuff. So, yeah. Just want to take a moment and thank that man right there, Brandon Joe Williams, for coming by and giving us a lot of information, a lot of things to think about. And we're very excited for some big conversations that we have scheduled with him in the very near future. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, sign up for his course. It's very interesting. All the ways to find that located down in the show notes. While you guys are down there, you might as well take a look at our affiliate links, which we're incredibly proud to be aligned members of. We have Food Forced Abundance, of course, Get Your Freedom From Fear On, as well as Opus, the organization. Organization for Paranormal Understanding and Support. Also, the Manifestor's Guide. You really, really want to level up to Dewey Taylor can take care of that for you. Uh, he definitely did it for me in the links down there. Also, Coherent Spaces. Get your own wish unit. This thing is going out on every episode. It is balancing the energies in our home and in yours as well as you listen to this. So get your own, guys. It's amazing. Link is down there. Again, Coherent Spaces. Also, the Luminous Education Revolution. We are doing some really cool stuff as far as organizing parenting groups and things like that, supports, education tools, unschooling things. Definitely check this out, guys. Very exciting. Also want to announce a live that we're going to be doing, the Luminous Disclosure Live event on Expanding Reality podcast on YouTube. And we're going to do this at 7 p.m. 
Central Time. It's going to be live. All of you come on in. Let's get in the comments. Let's get our kids' futures insured here with a better understanding of how to move forward with empowerment and tools and resources and a community. Very excited uh, to partner with Dr. Edith and Butu Chan on this. Extremely grateful for this. So check that out, guys. Again, link in the show description. Now, also, make sure that you check out Christian Yordanov's Detox Workshop. It's located down there at 30% off. Incredibly grateful for him for doing that. Outstanding job, Christian. Thank you, brother. Also, while you guys are down there, check Five Tribe 369. The launch is happening. It is huge. Go check that thing out. It is awesome. Very proud of those amazing folks over there at Five Tribe. We're all just doing such powerful work with that technology, and it's moving to the next level. Make sure you check the link down there to take advantage of that. I also want to announce the Conscious Awakening Network that we are doing a two-hour live spot on every Friday night, and that is going to be from 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time. Do the math there accordingly for your for yourself, but that can be found in the link below in the Conscious Awakening Network. We're doing a whole spinoff show. It's a whole new two-hour live thing. We've got guests. It's very cool. Just did one with Amy Belair. Had a surprise guest, Colleen Turner, on, and it was awesome. So make sure you'll check that out. A link down there in the show description. Boom, pal. I think that's it, guys. So a lot of wonderful, new, exciting things are going on. Uh, Redigital Publishing, if you guys are interested in checking that out further, reach out for that. Also, you know what? Uh, Looking for an intern. I'm putting the bat signal out. If you have skills that you would like to offer and you really have a mission of empowerment and to give people back to themselves, reach out to me at expandingrealitypodcast.com title it uh, love to help or love to participate in service something like that and uh, just reach out we're putting the bad signal out for that so there you go also just wanted to mention here before we cap it to go out into this incredibly beautiful amazing place y'all uh, pick up a piece of litter be nice to everybody that you come across of course go out into this amazing place as you traverse it vehicularly and get the fuck out of the left hand lanes that's a huge pain in the ass and we really appreciate you moving on over but above all and anything else head on out there guys and y'all just be good to one another thank you so much for watching listening engaging and just being the coolest coolest sons of bitches ever we'll see you next time this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.